by Farron. Jumping Jeff for the advantage. The count and the match. Jumping Jeff has won the match. That's a major upset, buddy. That's got to be a major upset. Motley, obviously upset for the result. <laughs> Welcome to Fourth Times the Charm where niches need. I am your producer Ben alongside your director Matt and our Shea Butters coming to save the day again. It's Monty. We are here on a cool Thursday morning. What's <laughs> up, guys? It's almost Thursday morning. I you know what? I, I, I'm just I'm 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 here feeling really good and peaceful, Ben. Because you know what? I gotta see tonight. I gotta, I gotta see the Nutcracker, bro. I gotta see <laughs> ballet. It was nice. peaceful as shit, dude. I was, it was weird, but it was awesome. Like it was like observing technical, physical mastery on display, but from like borderline amateurs or like people who aren't like at the highest level. And so like watching it, it was this really cool display of skill. And I was just like imagining, I'm like. I've seen videos online of like really top tier ballet. Like, so I know what it looks like when it's not the highest level, but I have never seen it in person. So like watching it, like, like a, a couple tiers below that level in person, I was like, man, I can imagine the way this could be a top better, but it's really you know, cool for and, what it is. It's like, it's like bad Matt, Indian and wrestling. Matt, that, that is at the heart of watching wrestling from the 1960s. Oh you figured God. it out. <laughs> Well, we are here today to talk about our most notable movies that came out in 2022. Yay. Oh, yeah. It's not, it's not be... a mid-year roundy. It's, a, it's not an end-of-year roundy. It's a film roll. It's, it's triple an M and B. It's triple M and B. Yeah, yeah. Tri- triple M plus B. <laughs> plus B. We're, we're just a BMM. <laughs> or MBM. Hmm? No. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I was trying. I was trying to think of a different one, and all the the new the letter combinations of two <laughs> there's M's only and a, a few. There's yeah, only it's, a, a, it's a short list, and none of them is entertaining as the last. <laughs> so, how do we want to? Do you guys want uh, to carry Texas this? Texas Chainsaw or? Massacre. Yeah, okay. it's a really bad movie. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna start uh, by hitting some of the worst movies of the year. I kind of like everything a little bit. So Ben, hit me hit me with some garbage. I didn't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I heard it Lightyear. was awful. It was Lightyear pretty was bad. bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have bad luck with movies. Why? Why? Why was Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I heard Texas Chainsaw Massacre was awful as well, so I didn't watch it. Because like, like, why was it bad compared to like the excellence of the original? In like, because the... it was written like a mid two thousand slasher movie. Uh, not like a 70s I mean, slasher it's... movie. Like it's no, very, I mean... it's like very woke ish kind oh, of film. What? Yeah. No, is it's it... not. E- it's not even that. It's got like a woke skin on it. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's what it really is. Where it's like it's not offensive, but mm-hmm. it's trying so hard to like not say anything at all that mm-hmm. everything feels really hollow and just like over overwritten. Okay, yeah. yeah, I respect that. And and it's like they tried to do the thing with the um, they tried to copy. Uh, Halloween, the, the the new Halloween trilogy. They they tried to follow that. They brought they they brought back the 
the main girl, the character, not the actress. They brought back okay. the main what? girl from the original, the one that survived. And she was kind of like, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's character in Halloween. Like, she's back. She's ready to take her revenge of it after all the crap. so bad. Yeah. horrifically bad. Yeah, I'm and, really glad I didn't see that. Yeah, but, Ben. It wasn't even the same actress. Uh, yes, it wasn't. But is that actress ben, the original actress died. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't make but the ben, movie. Ben, I got to ask you this. What do you think about the special effects? Because, um, I mean, they I, used quite a bit of practical, and I, I appreciate that, though. I remember them being pretty good, but, like, yeah. I didn't think there was anything spectacular about the effects. Yeah. And the story yeah. around it was real mid. So the whole thing really fell flat for me. Uh, talk about a bad year for mascot horror icons. I mean, hey, whoa, the Halloween what? trilogy... Oh, Someone Yay! tell me. We got how, one good one. We got one good one. Mm-hmm. How how does Halloween every time have one good movie, and I mean, the rest is unbearably awful. bad? Because there's your three times. You're meant. You know what? A character you're supposed to see more than once. I think he's you, supposed to like show up and then it be a one night of terror because he's a mindless monster. Then it ends. No, you know what? I I, I figured it out. You have to watch. One, two, three, all at once in one sitting. It's like a six-hour cinematic. Journey. Yeah, you you have yeah, to do it that way because. Wait, season of the witch? <laughs> no, the new trilogy. So one, two, four. Oh, the new trilogy. The yes, new yeah. trilogy. You have to watch it all at once. I did it. I watched them individually, and then um, once it was available, I, I picked them up and. I, I sat there and actually watched it from one, two, three. And it actually, it was actually meant, like, I felt like it was meant to be watched, like, in one, like, one six hours uh, hmm. sitting. You, yeah, you cannot, gonna... this is like a three-course meal that you got to yeah. sit down and watch it. So and you're it happy with it. I... I, I liked, I liked it. I, I, I'm not saying it's the best out of it but i i enjoyed it i had a fun time sitting through six hours of watching hmm. this entire okay thing i don't think through. i could do that <laughs> you you have to give it a shot that's the only way i yeah, like like mommy yeah it. i i'm should i should be the last person denying that that kind of cinematic journey mm-hmm. and I... i'm not a and for for someone like me that that does not like slasher films i actually mm-hmm. have to say it was good but it's not great but you you will enjoy a little more if you watched one, two, three all at once. Yeah. Can, can right. I share my fantasy booking real quick? Okay. No. Okay. My <laughs> idea for Halloween trilogy: first movie plays out like the the first one of these did. Great mm-hmm. movie, can't really complain much. Second one, found footage film at a college party. Oh. The uh-huh. whole movie takes that place sounds- in the house. No, awful. Yeah, I think I think if <laughs> Yo, you, like, you had me straight, you had me, and then you shit on your cereal. So you basically like you follow the the truth of, of one uh, good Halloween concept, and then the rest is shit. <laughs> yeah, you're with it. Actually, I've been your fantasy booking this like you're the studio. So keep going. What's your what's your what's your third one that breaks the mold of the second and the first? Well, no, but like the idea behind it is that the whole idea from John Carpenter was that he wanted it to feel like Michael was just, like, 
a random strange killer yeah. on the side of the street, right? He's supposed to be, he's so supposed it's like to just what's be a monster who shows up and has no purpose, the right? Boogeyman. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, but you want, but if you want to make it feel whatever, okay. The third movie would play out like a traditional movie, like the first one, Sweet Jesus. except <laughs> at the end when Laurie Strode is going to kill Jason. She just walks up and shoots him with like a pistol. Ja- wait, wait, when did Jason died. get in the set? <laughs> <laughs> so Jason, yeah, wait, Jason, Jason just walked on set so and Lori got wait, wait, so, we're, so wait, the, is the third movie Jason <laughs> v. Michael? I'm so in. Why didn't you piss Jason versus Michael? <laughs> so what happens? Michael's made Michael's it to gonna Crystal kill Lake. Lori. Michael's gonna kill Lori. No, no, halfway okay. through. No, no, no. no, no Michael no. actually killed Jason Voorhees when he was a little kid. No, He's the one who him. And that's what drove him insane. No, no, Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode killed Jason. Laurie Strode killed Jason, and then Michael is like, "I'm out of here." Matt, (laughs) I I don't understand why you're not just let me. Okay, this makes complete sense, right? (laughs) Halfway through the movie, Michael's about to kill Laurie. Right, real brutal battle. It's like the climax of the movie is halfway through. Yeah, I'm I'm there for it. He's raising the the knife in his hand. Uh Oh. But then a hand behind him stops. He turns around. It's Jason fucking Voorhees. Oh my god! This sounds he like sheds Michael Myers in half. Laurie yeah. Strode's like Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Boom! Van goes through the wall. Door opens. Who is it? It's motherfucking Tommy. He says, "Get in. We gotta go now." Why does it sound like a Why does it sound like we did this script live? <laughs> What, why why does it sound like Friday the 13th 9? How Freddy's hand comes out of the ground and takes That was Jason's one of the mask. coolest fucking moments in cinema history, okay? <laughs> when I was so a kid good. and I went through through those movies like in parallel in chronological order like i'd rent one from blockbuster and then i'd go and get the the first one of the other series and i'd get that's number the two way to do two. it and i i organically did that without trying because i was just that's that's a two that's a three i understood that and i and they had tits in them so i watched all of them in order and and it like but when i got when i watched i watched freddy's dead and i was like that's awesome and at the Freddy's end of that i was pretty good and i was like at the end of i'm like oh man freddy's actually gone you know what i mean like freddy's done he went to hell the series is all wrapped up i didn't see freddy is never done yeah right and only shitty reboots can kill freddy (laughs) damn right and then i watched jason goes to hell and i was like oh man i guess jason like i kind of felt like this was the end it was ridiculous and they were eating hearts and i loved it Yep. And then that ending happens and Freddy's glove pops out of the ground. And like a, like the little kid I was watching this, I shrieked in joy that, that moment. If you watch those movies without the knowledge of like the entire franchise that exists in its totality is a genuinely amazing experience. You know, um, what? it's like I... that moment. Like could you, it's like, it's like the, it's the, it, <laughs> You know what? Okay, it's the exact. I felt the exact same way watching that scene as I did when Nick Fury showed up and said, "Asked Tony Stark about the Avengers Initiative." Same oh, exact yeah. feeling. Okay, okay. And then the I payoff took you. way too you. long to get there with Freddy versus Jason. And then okay. I want to. I, I want to take, and then, take and this Jason conversation back. I, I want to take this conversation back to like to Ben's days. third Halloween script. Oh, I'm curious, yes. Ben. Did you watch the third the the trilogy the new trilogy? Did you watch the third one? I uh, I watched the second one. 
Okay. The second one didn't do much. Because I have to I say, like, I'm not. You're almost, I'm not saying the third one's bad. He was almost no, no, right no, no, on. no. You know what? I have to say, Ben, you're almost right on with the third. How the third one ends. Wait, Ben. Did I'm, you just, watch I'm not. I'm not going to spoil review. it for you, but I, I will let you watch it, and you're going to be like, "Holy shit! This is exactly how I hoped it would end." <laughs> with Jason okay. Voorhees? No. Right. no okay. With right, the so, other parts. Okay. Okay. So let's let's let's, go, let's, 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 go. let's trundle forward. I wanted to mention <laughs> All right. a few movies that we're, I didn't. We're through get... one movie. We have <laughs> three three more more to go. Okay. Nope. Nope. We're skipping all the bad ones. We're jumping ahead. I, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to quickly mention some movies that I wish I had seen this year. And if you've seen them out there and you want to be our biggest fan, please send me your review of any of these following films. Cause I really wanted to see them, but didn't get to, uh, the 2000. I mean, these are all from this year. Um, Scott man's fall, uh, heard it's really good. Um, bodies, bodies, bodies. It got a ton of attention and it, I think it should have been a good movie. And it seemed to be, smile made a ton of money and i didn't watch it and when a horror movie is really successful it's either awful or worth watching and uh i want to know which it is uh pearl by ty west because x will be talked about later and i didn't get a chance to see it in theaters because i was busy uh bones and all i think this is still out in theaters so i might get a chance to see it um but it's the timothy chalamet zombie like weird monster movie it's it's like that zombie love movie that came out a long time like a few years ago, but like actually warm looks like a good warm bodies or something. Yeah, it's yeah. it looks like warm bodies, but done by like a really super serious dr- dramatic director, all right, um, all right. with like the horror that would actually come along with like two types of people. It's like so Ben, you remember Raw? I don't know if you've seen Raw, yeah. Monty. Um, oh yes, I've it. seen I know Raw. It. I heard of it. Yeah. So and and like imagine in Raw Ben if that if like a relationship between two people in that world just continued and there was a lot more to it than just the eating of the flesh. Um, it's crazy. Amazing. Um, the other I'm movie, down. Yeah, me too. The other movie I really want to see but didn't get a chance to is Todd Field's new movie with Clint, Kate Blanchett, Tar. Um, I really wanted to see it but didn't get a chance. So leave us a review of any of those films, Monty. Is there anything that you missed this year that you wanted to see? There is. Um, well, there's a couple that are well, – the year is technically not over, but there is one that I really want to go check out, and I probably am going to go into the theaters to watch it, is um, Violet Night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know we talked about that. Um, it's like – it's it's almost like the Mel Gibson kind of uh, action Santa Claus movie, so I kind of yeah. want to watch that. Um, I want to watch, uh, and, and help me pronounce this one, Matt, the Banshees of Inshervin? Yeah, the Banshees the, of the, the, the Inch- Colin Farrell one. And yeah, that one looks, yeah, that one looks very interesting. It came out at, at I missed that one. Um, I'm trying to see, what else did I think that Top I Top Gun Maverick, I didn't see that. I didn't see Top didn't Gun. See I heard a lot of good things about it, though. Yeah, I, I saw Lightyear. You saw awful movies this year. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Okay. I want to see so, that. All right. so, yeah, yeah, so those are some those are some great movies that we didn't get to see. But Monty and I did watch a lot of great movies this year that came out this year. <laughs> some anime movie that was good. Don't worry about it, Ben. It's fine. Um, 
<laughs> we'll get to you later. Uh, Monty <laughs> and I watched a good a good number of films this year. And so we wanted to take you through our top five and we'll kind of rough shot through a bunch of our uh, honorable mentions. Um, so Monty, you say one and then I'll say one. And we don't. So really we're doing say- it the same way, right? The, the, the best one I've seen this year. Um, well, we're, well no, we start with five and we go to one and then we'll okay, run okay. honorable we're going backwards. at the end. All right. All right. So we start with, start with your least favorite of your top five. Least favorite of like, my top uh, five. Oh yeah. my God. So you're really putting me on the hot seat. Uh, yeah, what's your number five? Monty, Monty? This is very Canadian of you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love this. Okay. Okay. So, here it goes. My least favorite of my top five it would have to That's be... That's the best way to say my number five. I have to say my number five would have to be Amsterdam. Oh, okay. I, did, I didn't get a chance to see huh. this. Amsterdam so is... Yeah, yeah it, it's, Amsterdam. It's, uh, it's got... Um, is it John Washington? Uh, and, <laughs> is uh, it John Washington? I think it's... Is it John, John Washington? Washington. I keep, I keep Are mis- you John Washington? <laughs> It's, it's Christian Bale and Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie's everywhere. Yeah, Margot Robbie her. and uh, the Christian Denzel Bale. Washington's son, John uh, David, John David Washington. Washington. Yes, yeah, see, I was right. right. I was right. Yeah, um, get it's, it. it's a get it. it's an all star cast. Uh, it's got Remy Malek. It's got Anton oh, Joy. It's got Robert De-, De Niro. It's got Mike Myers. It's got Mark Sh- uh, Michael Shannon. Everyone, everyone's oh, in this film. Really okay, the movie. reviews on this has been crap, but oh, really? I do have to. Enjoy, I I did really enjoy it. It's not one of my top films, especially with an all star cast like that. But it is definitely worth a watch if you have time. It's my number five. I enjoyed it. I watched it. Taylor Swift is in it, and she gets and okay. she, I guess spoil anything. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. so. Yeah, so it's basically it's it's kind of like a, a, a murder mystery ish, uh, slashed with a little bit of comedy in it. Um, Mike Myers killed it; he he really shined in this film. Um, not because I'm Canadian and everything, but um, so yeah, these three they they're framed for murder, and it goes into a whole government conspiracy. And it is actually based on a true story, and everything in the story actually took place in real life. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So that's my number five. All right. My number five is the new Ryan Johnson movie, the notorious, the amazing Ryan Johnson, his new film, Glass Onion, a Knives Out story. This is the sequel. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I'm waiting for it to come out next week. This is a sequel to, it comes out December 23rd. Um, mm-hmm. right, there we go. Um, Knives, Knives Out was one of the most um, revitalizing pieces of mystery of like that kind of detective story ever ever released in the modern day, and it really excited me. And when I found out that Ryan Johnson was making a sequel with a fucking all star cast, uh, he talked yeah, about with Amsterdam, a shitload of money too. Well, yeah, yeah, well, massive. We'll just we'll get to that. So you talked about an all star cast in Amsterdam. This movie has Daniel Craig, Edward Norton, Kate Hudson, Dave fucking Batista. Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, <laughs> Leslie Oden Jr., Jessica Henwick, <laughs> um, Meryl, uh, Madeline Klein, Noah Segan, and a bunch of other great people. Oh, Ethan Hawke and Hugh Grant are in it. Um, oh, Kira, uh, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in it. Serena Williams is in it. This is really? A fucking, 
Yeah, this is a great oh fucking. God. This is a great movie. It is a right. genuinely captivating murder mystery story. Um, the way the story uh, it, it uses similar aspects to um the way the story is unraveled in Knives Out, but it utilizes that similar kind of idea in a, such a refreshing way that catches you off guard. So that you, as you're the film unravels, like all the moments you're like, oh, I figured it out. I figured it out. You, you do like, I kind of figured it out, but like, it still delivers like uh, such an exciting, like speed to the mystery that it is like, you are utterly enraptured from moment one to moment. And, and Dave Batista's in it. Nice. Um, yeah. and, his, and I also love Edward Norton. Daniel Craig is full hamnet up with the and Matt hates accent. all the others. Uh, everyone, him. everyone else, everyone else great. sucks. Um, Come on, well, you don't like Janelle Monae? <laughs> Come I on, do. everyone in this movie was great. I guess Jackie Hoffman was the worst one. Um, yeah, fuck uh, off, Jay. <laughs> yeah, this was a great movie. Highly recommend. Right. It's my number. It's my number five. Um, I I think it might rank rank higher right, for Monty. a second view. <laughs> Um, it's a good movie. Monty, Monty, shut up, Ben. <laughs> you're you're the and here. You're the and Ben today. Monty, what's your number four? Number four, I have to say, is Barbarian. Another Ooh, one yes. of your recommendations, mm, and I movie. really, Terrifying really movie. enjoy it. Yeah, it's really good. It's got everything. It's got like, like. All that talk about you know the the how the, the feminism and, and you know how you know the man is always trying to do things and always cross that yep. line. It's it's got that undertone, but overall the movie was freaky as heck. I really enjoy it. it it's been a while to say to see something that's kind of done with a little bit of um, a little bit of taste of retroness to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like it's really well shot. And I'm I'm impressed they actually shot it in in, um, in during the pandemic, right? So yeah, I think so. Yeah, and and the set design, everything, I just love that movie. I love how the story is told, and it's like the monster at the end is you, you come to realize like she's really not the monster; she's a victim. Of, yeah. of, of it all yeah. and, and that's, yeah, that's I, a credence to the storytelling yeah and you know like and how they how they tell the story is kind of different and unique in its own way too how it's like kind of like they went with the Pulp Fiction thing going on it's like mm-hmm. they finish one so you're like watching two movies in one and you know it's a lot of fun I don't want to go into more detail I'm sure there are some people that still haven't had a chance to watch it so that is my number four and if you want to hear more from all of us on Barbarian yeah. and how it traumatized Ben right before his wedding, go <laughs> listen to our episode, which I was episode that. number edit in here, please. Um, my number four um, mm-hmm. is another uh, incredible film by one of my favorite modern directors, Robert Edgers. It was his movie, The Northman. Uh, the Northman captures a oh, incredible right. action drama his uh, historical film, you know, in the Robert Eggers fashion, very historically accurate, um, long, continuous shots, brutal, realistic violence, um, telling what what could be considered a simple or a a very old human story 
um, in a beautiful and unique way. Um, great acting across the board, great violence, great cinematography, especially great directing. Uh, and Matt, highly, highly recommend. Matt, I, I want to connect to okay. that because this is my number three. Oh, I, I, I want to connect it. I want to connect it now since okay. you're, you're here. It is the best interpretation of Hamlet. That yeah, 100%. Today. Oh my Whoa, God. It's cool, so man. well. No, because it is. Like, I, 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 was, I called Matt as soon as I, I finished watching this because Matt has been telling me I got to watch this. So yeah. I finally sat down and I watched it, enjoyed watch how the story is told. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the cinematography, the, how it's shot, there's oh, a lot so of, of one shot storytelling, which mm-hmm. I really love, like the long shot. And Ben, I, you're going to appreciate it. Um, yeah, there's the no, there's no hallways in this. I, I'll just give you that heads up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is beautifully told. I yeah. walked away and I called you and I said, Matt, this is Hamlet. This yeah. is Hamlet. And you're like, yes, this is, this is a modern interpretation of Hamlet. I'm like, wow, this story and, is really well done. And I, and I think, I think I, I want to make sure we, we, we point this out again. Another film with mm-hmm. Anna Taylor joy. The actress of 2022, because she's oh, going to come yeah. up with another time so in this much. list. Oh, she's okay. fucking awesome. Anna Taylor-Joy has become like one of my favorite modern actresses, just because of the roles she takes on and the, the dramatic amount of difference. I think she she and Bill Skarsgård really, I mean, everyone in the movie, Bill Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, um, Glass Bang, that's how his name is spelled. Another Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke number two. Um Willem Dafoe, everyone in this movie really sells the world we're in and it allows that story of Macbeth to be told in a way where you feel like you're hearing a somewhat familiar story but yeah. the actors make it feel so genuine and real and the 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 magical realism of like the Nordic faith and like the practices of those people and like the way the their faith exists within the world of the story they're telling is like truly beautiful to me too. It has a lot of reverence and and, um, and Matt, I just want to correct you there. It's Alexander Sarsgaard. You're, oh, you're yeah. seeing it up with Barbarian. Bill was in Barbarian. Oh yeah, Alexander. So, yeah. He's the sexier one. Yeah, <laughs> he's Tarzan, Ooh. man. Yeah, no. Al- I, I have no, to say, yeah. like Bill Skarsgård is a scary looking one. Alexander is the man who makes you take your pants off. And and you know what? I, I want to give yeah. a shout out. Um, one of my favorite music artists, Bjork, played. Um, oh, yeah. The Oracle really, really yeah. well. I really enjoyed that section. Of that. I didn't know you were a Bjork fan. I'm a Bjork fan. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, all right. So so similarly to okay. my, our, my last film, I like to watch movies by directors I really like and have enjoyed in the past. And for my number three, um, comes from the writer and director of three of my favorite movies of all time, Ex Machina, 28 Days Later, and Annihilation. This is Alex Garland's new film, Men. Um, I think the fourth A24 movie mentioned already as well. Um, Men, uh, which we talked about. A24 has had a hell of a year. I know that much. Yo, A24 is killing it, man. Men Men is another movie that really relies on its actors because it only has seven of them. And realistically, it really only has three um uh jesse buckley and rory kinner really carry this movie kinner plays like 17 different characters um and embodies each of them in such a captivating manner um the story is told so 
with so much tension and weight behind everything that's happening um but with this kind of world that feels like the joyous like bright one of wicker man um but where the sacrifice has gone on for such a long time that there's nothing left um it oh the movie just breathes down the back of your neck from moment one to the last moment as well um and the the way the movie ends is it's not a call out to rob botin but it puts rob botin like next to the visual effects artist who created the end of this movie i, I have it to is, watch that i still oh, haven't watched same it, genre. Watch it. there yeah. is there is a scene that i i that cat that kind of like really kicks off the intensity of what the ending of the ending sequence of this movie brings to you that is so viscerally shot and in frame I like you know you guys know I watch I'll watch some very fucked up movies and not like oh that movie I in theater I went oh shit like out loud <laughs> and everyone that's in the theater, awesome <laughs> I wish I was like, there yeah it was a great everyone in the theater agreed everyone like the guy there was someone in the back went ah like at the same time it was glorious all um, right and and then the where the and then where the movie then takes it from there oh. Um, and also, if you love Wicker Man, this is like a modern day Wicker Man where it, it truly is a sense of folk horror, but in a way that is like truly we unnerving. We need more folk horror. Um, and it also tells a beautiful story um, about uh, women. I, I was going <laughs> to ask, I was going to ask, like, would you say it's like an unofficial sequel to Wicker Man? Because the way you're putting nah, it. Uh, no? no, it just has the same deity in it. Oh, okay. Okay. Or like I has some very similar iconography. It's also in Europe. I mean, it's also in England. There's also apples play a very important role in the story. So you know, it's kind of it's 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 a spiritual successor in in so far as that it it took from the setting and the world, um, but took it to a much more gothic and grand landscape. In a, it's a, in a th- way, it's a it's a thriller. It's not like a slasher film. Or not at all. It, this movie no? legitimately like shook me. Okay. Okay. In a good way. It's beautiful. The ending's beautiful. Wow. Like, I, I, okay. Holy shit. Well, that, and that's where that's where <laughs> that's we're a, at with number three. And that's not even number one. No, that's number that's number three. three. Yeah. I oh love, God. I love cinema. <laughs> so do I. All, all right. right. So all right. so Monty. you gotta so, follow that, Monty. What you got? Uh, I'm sorry. I got shoot. I know. Is it alright if I have a tie for number two? Yeah, fuck it. Two. Okay, sure. okay. We There's do what tie. we want. The, <laughs> well, wait. T- that wait. That means you gotta you gotta unsay everything you said about number five. <laughs> yeah, oh, take shit. number five out. That is true. And now and now we're now we're hitting. We're hitting no, 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 no. There, there's a reason why. Okay. And, okay. and, and there are two types of genres. All right. That that's what I want to okay. say. Is I is. That. Number two, it is it was it, it's tough. I would say Nope mm. by uh, you know uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. I was gonna great say Keegan Michael Key, but uh, Jordan Not Peele. <laughs> great movie. I love how it's it's kind of like he took all the classics and kind of made it into his own. It was Jaws. It was you know like um, 
you know, like an M. Night Shyamalan movie almost, yeah. except better. Yeah. <laughs> and then that that side story, I know we talked about it previously oh. in, in, in previous episodes, so I'm not going to go too much on Nope, but Nope is definitely number two this year for me. Mm-hmm. But I just watched this film uh, uh, last week, and it's called Till. Oh, and I, and I know this is a different, see this, yeah. it, it leans over to the other side. Till is about the Emirate Till uh, murder case. Uh, you know, he's a boy from Chicago growing up, uh, went down south to Mississippi to visit his family during the 1960s. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, and you know, you can look it up. It's, um, and mind you, our audience, it is, there are some very gruesome pictures, but there is a point to yeah, the you need, story. You need to see them. It, like, yeah. yeah. Like, this is, it this is, is a movie you should see. Yeah, and it's, it's like I said, it's it goes from, it, it, my selection of her two, for number two is, yeah, one horror and one drama that was, it, it, it really hit me in the heart, and I really, really, really enjoy the film. Um, it's got like an up-and-comer star. I, I forgot, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but I like her performance in it is just amazing and is it like jane i try jane? i try i looked at it and can you pronounce it dan, <laughs> dan is it danielle ben, ben, yeah here's what you can danielle? do ben go 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 on to imdb look <laughs> okay. Hill, and read us the director's name and then the top three actors on the imdb page yeah so it's danielle dead dead wheeler jalen hall performed amazing as Emmett Till. Um, and yeah, and Whoopi Goldberg produced it. It was a good film. Yeah, I'm who, sorry. Who's I can't the director, Ben? All right, here we go. Till, yeah. 2022, yeah, rated right PG-13. It is two Ooh. hours and ten minutes long. Wow. It is directed by Chinonye Chukwu. I believe that sounds a lot more accurate than what I could have actually. I was going to say, I, I got, Shinoye I, Chuku. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't, it's, I can't make my mouth make those sounds. And that's because of my disability. So it's written by got, Michael Riley, Keith Beauchamp and Kim Beauchamp. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, so this movie, I have to say, the set design, everything is very nice, very well done. Um, like how they turned, how they were able to bring back a bit of the 1960s of Chicago and, you know, everything. And and what really captured it for me was the soundtrack. The soundtrack through the film was really well done. Very slow, very mellow, very intense soundtrack that carries Ooh. the story and because i don't say much about the story because i'm sure a lot of people know about this case if yeah. you haven't it's it's you can look it up on wikipedia i don't want to go into too much detail but the story is not about the case the story is about the mother and how she took this you know tragic moment of her life and turned it into something uh and, and you know that that like kind of evolved into this whole uh, movement in the U.S. and it, and it was just very it's really well told and I do recommend you guys and everyone that's listening check it out it's really really good. 
So that's my number two. What's your well, you, you successfully followed up the emotional impact yep. men had on me. Um, yeah. And now we're gonna we're gonna jump to a very recent film, a film that huh. will, will be a very good vibe shift, I think, from the uh, last two movies. Oh, we're getting it is juicy. Oh, we're getting juicy. The <laughs> new Mark Moylan film, The Menu. A film so good okay, that I Ben have, ruined I an episode talking this. about Taco mm-hmm. Bell um, to not let me talk about it. <laughs> let's, um, let's not talk about Taco Bell. Let's go. Uh, I haven't had Taco Bell in like two weeks. <laughs> Seth Rise and Will Tracy deliver an incredible script that is performed by Ralph Fiennes. Another Anna Taylor-Joy performance. Um, Nicholas Holt. Um, Hong Shao, Janet McTeer, Paul Adelestine, um, John Lamazano in an incredibly surprising performance, um, Amy Carrero, Reed Burney, and Judith Light. And then there's an incredible additional cast that make up the um, the employees at this restaurant. So in the menu, a, a group of people are, all have paid like almost $12,000 a head to attend one of the most exclusive dinners on a private island. Um, And Ralph Fiennes plays um, Chef Slowick, who is a genius of of cooking who has become broken. And you get to see the kind of surprise that he has planned out for them. And they truly deliver the script in the film as a menu. There There are moments like there are like, you know, written cards that show up on screen describing the food on the table and those work as a way of kind of like directing the the plot of the story in this really captivating way the story's hilarious it is also very creepy but it tells just like captivating beautiful story and both anna taylor joy and ralph fines give like definitive performances of the year this is my favorite performance of anna taylor joy's this year um and Nicholas Holt, who's an actor I, I think doesn't get nearly enough credit, really crushes it. And the rest of the cast are also very good. But the movie is brutally honest. Um, it has some like intense moments that are delivered at such a quip, such a such a clip um, that it really keeps you interested because it's only an hour and 47 minutes. And I know Ben and I know Monty, you have connections to food and fine food and know what it means to be at restaurants where the experience is just as much part of the meal as the meal um and this movie takes that experience as part of the meal and transforms it into one of the most um interesting and fun and surprising narratives this year um part of the reason this movie hits the top of my list is for just the sheer joy and originality of it um it's a movie i haven't stopped thinking about since i recently saw it um it felt very personal to me because of the aspect of food and service like both because i've worked in the in as a service professional for for a long time and in certain types of roles and i've also been a person who's been at these restaurants like maybe not on private islands at twelve thousand dollars a head but i've been at some very nice restaurants and i love the experience of the food and I love the experience and I kind of get it from the, the chef's perspective as he's become disillusioned by the people who consume his food. Um, and I try to like, just like with the music we talked about on the, on the podcast and in general, I try to like give those creators everything I can because they deserve it. And I feel like that's what so many of them like say they're missing. And 
if I feel that way, I want to give it to them honestly. And this movie kind of represents that relationship in a really intense way, but from the perspective of the artist who's incredibly successful, but has lost all sense of like love and what he does with that loss and how he kind of takes everything back for himself. Oh, it's who I really you know recommend what? you go see it. It's great. Especially I, in, I think it's, you don't need to see this movie in theaters, um, but I think it'll help. I, I'm going to check it out, but you, on that topic, could I recommend you a, not a movie, but a TV show? Yeah. That's kind of the same way. Same, okay. same, same story, but not, not like it's not meant to be like a, a thriller or anything. It's more okay. like a, a dark comedy or dramedy, if you want to call it. I'm into it. Um, it's called the bear. It's, oh, and it's yeah, on, I've seen and it. it's on oh, Disney yes, plus. Yes, 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 oh yes. my God. I the love bear that. Bear was film. amazing. Did yeah. you watch the bear Ben as well? I, I did see the bear. I think I was very out of it when I watched the bear, but I did <laughs> see the bear. Mm. I saw the bear and I enjoyed the bear. Yeah. That mm. was a great show. I felt I, I, the only problem I had with the bear was that it went a little too fast. Like yeah. the high paced. Like I felt like if you had that movie, it's, I know like, the speed of it's kind of part of the the point. Yeah, because the kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, like it's yeah, kind of mimics like the whole show makes you feel like you're trapped in that kitchen. Yeah, um, and I, well, I think it's I about the day in life in that it. kitchen, right? So it, it's it kind of remind me of the days I was in working out of the kitchen too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I have to say, it's a movie that loves cooking. Yeah. Yeah, and respects the service. And it takes place food. in Chicago, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, Chicago. Oh, Chicago. I had so yeah, many. In the, like the two weeks it took Taryn and I to watch it, I ate so many Italian beefs thinking about this movie. Mm. Um, and Maddie Matherson's in it. And he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm actually really for reals going to watch this, and I will give you my thoughts. The bear really for or, real or the reals. menu. The bear or the menu. The menu. I've seen. Yeah. It I want to yeah, see. Watch, I want to see the menu. Please, yeah. when you guys watch it, I'll go and get another chili cheese burrito and eat it on air. <laughs> no, you don't deserve it. Fine, then I won't watch it. Screw you, Monty. <laughs> all right, all right. Number suck. one for me. Yes, because I like. I like film that's better than the chili cheese burrito. That's tough. Your number three guess <laughs> was a better story than your number two. I don't care. My number one. And I like oddity films and, and very creative ways of doing things. And it's been a while to see something like this movie and how it performed. I have to say it is by the Daniels, everything, oh, everywhere, yes. all at once is my number one film this year. Yep. And I have to say it puts... And I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been seeing this one. Ben, tell us yeah. about your experience yeah, watching you this think? movie. Yeah, what do you think? You haven't done shit this episode. Inform <laughs> us. <laughs> well, first off, I like to say that the seven-layer nacho fries are back at Taco Bell. That actually um, sounds great. I wanted to get those last time I was there. Yeah. yeah. Also, the grilled cheese burrito. Yeah. Let me bad. let me say the the Taco Bell by O'Hare International Airport has great great quality at three in the morning. Mm. Okay, All right, just, let's uh, let's get to let's get back to this. I'm, pull, every, I'm pulling I'm pulling my shea butter card now. Let's get back into this. Movie. <laughs> uh, everything everywhere all at once is really a tour de force. I mean, just the movie continues to delight you, and it's such a happy movie. Yeah, when you really think about it, it's it's such a I it's such a transcendent movie. 
What you, you just know, said, I felt ben, so great being happy. Sorry, it just it, it's one of the most interesting things I think that personifies this film is that for some people it's an incredibly depressing movie. I talked I've talked to people who see the message in like the the scope of the film even though it has like a happy ending in a sense the what the film presents is like a void like it's it's it reinforces the nihilistic viewpoint where you can have like the absurdist viewpoint which i think both of us probably all three of us to some degree have where you see the void and then it makes you smile versus where people see the void and they feel more empty inside because the emptiness they feel is expanded and for some people this movie expands their emptiness but it also That's has fascinating the, to yeah, see. Right? Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I I have to say I saw it from a different lens. I saw it as watching how my parents grew grew up uh, coming to to Canada and the struggles they had to go through, and it was very close to home when I watched it. Mm. I, I I totally can relate to Michelle Yeoh's character as a mother. Um, and her husband, uh, played by, uh, she's motherfucking short round, short round. <laughs> I want to say uh, his Ki- name, Ki- but Young Kwan. Ki- Young Kwan, Ki- right? Yeah. 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 Ki- Hu- yeah. Ki- I, I, Ki- Kwan. He goes by Ki- Ki- Kwan. Yeah. He goes by Ki. Yeah. It's a, it's, I apologize. Cause it is. A, a Vietnamese name pronunciation. Okay. So, oh, right. but I know, I, I, I know he was Vietnamese. He, he, I think he's he was born and raised in Vietnam. I think, but yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but it is. I do not know. Yeah, he's Vietnamese born American actor. Yeah, but he okay. he, he is uh, he is Chinese uh, in in his background, and yeah, and he kind of does kind of. Re- resemble my dad in, in okay. cer- certain situations um but it it's really like if I, if you aside from the oddity aside from the action and comedy the the sub subplot of the story is just about a family struggling and whether or not when they left their home country to start a new life in a foreign country to them like the struggle of you know succeeding in and and along with that you know me being a canadian born and and being raised in in, mm-hmm. in such an environment it really touched upon that storyline and you know did they make the right choice in coming or you know leaving their their good life behind to start a new life in a in a foreign country and it's just that's the part that really hit me wow. um, and I, and when i watched this, the their struggles and you know all that it, it it is very close to my heart and yeah watching all that stuff and yeah it, it's the happy ending is definitely adds to it but the journey to it is um it's yeah it, it was very personal for me that's why i said like i i went i had to think really hard like the, in terms of movie wise that's why for my top five this is my number one this year and it's very memorable. And I've gone back to watch it like three times. So, yeah, I really well, enjoyed it. Very well said, Monty. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, uh, my, Matt, yeah. 
how would you describe the movie? I don't think you're beating that, unfortunately. No, like no, I I it's interesting though. We we have similar reasonings for our number ones, but this this movie is an incredible performance by the Daniels yet again. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, Stephanie Hugh, Key Young Hwan, uh, James <coughs> Hong, who I fucking love, uh, no, and no Jamie. <laughs> the best performance by Jamie Lee Curtis this year. Um, the greatest drop kick in cinema. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jamie and um, and like every everyone else in the film, uh, it was really just a beautiful adventure that kind of expresses the beauty of the absurd eternity. Um, like if you if you really engage cognitively with the concept of like full multiverse and like that kind of like infinite iteration type of mindset, um, it's incredible. Uh, it's such yeah. a fun, joyous movie. Um, there is to me a lot of like nihilistic concepts throughout, and you know primarily delivered from um, Stephanie Yu's character um, from Joy Wong or Jodo Tupaki. Um, but it, I don't know. It's a vibe I also vibe with. The other the rest of the story is beautifully told, though. I don't have nearly the kind of emotional and personal connection that Monty does, but it's so well done that you still feel it. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. the Daniels prove yet again that they are two directors who can make movies that are like viscerally beautiful and fun to watch and weird. But are, yeah, they, at the they same saw, time they... are crushingly emotional and character driven. Like every character in Swiss Army Man and every character in this movie is fully alive and realized i mean like yeah, that's, it, that's true for most almost every movie in both of our top fives but this movie above almost anything that we've talked about today has like completely yeah, it, lived it, in characters it's it's really remarkable how well those two guys can actually yeah. you know put to their heads together and, and and shoot this film and and there's another shout out i want to do is the marshall club team who choreographed the fight scenes in this. And it's oh, just oh, amazing. Yeah. Like this movie has everything. It's like, it's a drama. It's got a drama. It really piece. It's is. Got a, yeah. It's got well, an action. It's, it's got it sci-fi. Everything. It's everything. Yeah. It's got everywhere you could go. And it yeah. kind of all happens all at once. The everything bagel. Yeah. The everything bagel. <laughs> and you know, yeah. I bet that it's a very complicated movie guys. I mean, I'm sure that they couldn't have gotten all I this done know. in the first draft of the script, you know? It had to have taken edits. I'm sure they looked at the second draft. They're like, you know, mm, eh. The <laughs> third draft, they're like, we think we're getting close. But I think that for them, I think that for us, I think for everyone at home, this holiday season, that the fourth time is the charm. I still have a number Good one night. movie. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? All right, all right. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Oh, Come the on. pain. Shea I Butter don't... here. Shea Butter's got oh you back. My God. Okay, let's go, Matt. It was let's just go. such a good lead out. It was you so just, good. You just ruined my birthday. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh I'm, my I'm, gosh. I am too out of it for that for that, <laughs> lot, that to just happen to me. Okay, come on, All Matt. Right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see what you got. Oh, I had, I had like a deep emotion brewing in me to talk about this top my my favorite movie of the year, and it was just, <laughs> just ripped apart. I'm so sorry, Matt. <laughs> it's okay. <sighs> oh. uh, let's give him a moment. 
I will pass you some tissues, but you're you're, you're over you're over on the other south side of the border for me. So, <laughs> look what you did then to your best I'm friend. I'm so sorry. I was just so mesmerized by Monty. But but you know what? Because I'm Shea Butter, I'm gonna say Ben is kind of right. That was a perfect lead out. Though. It was. That's the problem. <laughs> But, like, there's another movie. <laughs> all right, all right, go, Matt. Your moment, oh. your moment. The oh, best oh. movie this year from Matt. Not yet. <laughs> I'm going to talk about my honorable mentions real quick before I say my number one. Hey, so you got honorable mentions? I, you I got, got some. six movies, Monty. Yeah, yeah I, have, I got some memorable mentions. I got six about. movies, and we're almost yeah. at an hour. <laughs> yeah, all right. My, well, I'm just gonna rattle through my my honorable right. mentions. Right. Monty, you can throw yours in whenever you feel like it, or if cool, you agree cool. with me. All right, uh, uh, don't worry, don't worry, dar- God, wow, dyslexia hits again. Um, don't worry, darling, is a great movie. It was fun. It was kind of lost, and Harry Styles can't act very well. But man, did they try to make uh, Florence Pugh is fucking incredible actress um the batman it was batman with robert pattinson and he might be a sparkly vampire but he's probably the most broken and emotional batman we've seen on film a nirvana batman yeah yes um (laughs) my next one was jackass forever i have always liked the jackass (laughs) movies and this one like hit me on an emotional level but it was just a jackass movie and I've never truly loved all the gross out humor. And so I was like, well, this is cool. It was really strange seeing it by myself in a movie theater with like 20 other people. They were all also alone. Like no one was sitting. No one was sat directly next to anybody. But the theater was like half full. It Damn. was awesome. And like everyone was laughing, but truly a unique cinematic experience. I um, think it had the most wow. shit jokes in there. Ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> the most and cool. I uh and I got to see him wrestle at WrestleMania and it was shockingly good. That was Ooh. better than that movie to some degree. Um uh <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great movie. It has a great a great emotional hit to it if you've seen all of them. Um the next one was Emily the Criminal. Um Aubrey Plaza stars in oh, this movie yeah. and that's all you I, need. I have that it's on my awesome. list. I, I so I'm like that. I'm like mixed on her. I love Audrey Plaza. She, she like, her performance is really like very hard depending on the role she's given. It's, it's like old. her and Chucky was brutal. I don't know. There's a certain there's a certain magic to it. I no matter what movie she's in, I, she's I think never I know the, what it is. Matt. She's never I, the problem yeah. when it comes to her performance. Uh-huh. She's so yeah. fucking weird. Okay. It's because she's fucking strange. I love her. I love her acting. Um, okay. So, it, my honor, because I have six, Ben is right. Ben's calling it. I, I just have four that I want to shout out. Okay. So, Confess Fletch, John Hamm has brought back the classic character that was done by Chevy Chase back in the, uh, I think, 80s. Um, it's a really, you know, if you guys followed, you know, detective noir uh, novels, Fletch. Yep. The Fletch series, that one was uh-huh. really well done. He brought in, he, he he I I felt he was more closer to the book than the Chevy Chase uh, version. Um, so 
like the mystery and, and you know solving a mystery a killing it was really well done it's got a really well balance of storytelling and humor um second one shout out bullet train brad pitt is back in action oh yeah that's a lot of fun love that movie that's a lot of fun to see it. Really want to see oh it. you gotta watch it man it, it's 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 uh, a lot of action really well choreographed action because uh, and and it's just the humor in it, and there's a surprise guest star in there, a cameo uh, that I'm not gonna spoil it. But Matt, when you watch it, you're gonna laugh your head off. Um, Adam's project, Ryan Reynolds, that oh. was really well told. Uh, it's a surprise. I was I walked in that film, I wasn't expecting much. Really good story, kind of like a modern day Back to the Future story, uh, but with a lot more heart and emotion. I felt that. That's how it is. So those are my honorable mentions for this year. I have two more. I have right, one, right. one we all talked about on the podcast, Deadstream. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about episode. that. Yes. Um, Deadstream's fucking rad. And then the last one was X. Um, talk about classic horror done again. That would have been like, that's like my number seven of the year in reality. That's right. I still got to watch it's that. Incredibly good movie. Really fun. If you like slashers, you like that world. And you it's, said Kid Cudi was amazing in that. Yeah, film. he's incredible. Kid, Kid Cudi's amazing. Ty Kid West, Cudi. another great movie. His other movie, Pearls, on the list of movies I wish I had seen. Um, yeah. Those are my shout outs. And now we can get to my number one movie of the year. Drum roll. A, uh, a movie that very similar to you, Monty, um, watching it was like a visceral experience of like remembering my childhood or like mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. Um, it took me back to like an experience like not I didn't have the intensity of the experience that the the character in the film does. But I was engaged in the same kind of communities and mm-hmm. remember the kind of sense of engaging in this in exactly what this character goes through in this movie. And this movie is called We're All Going to the World's Fair. Now, just Ooh, to get ahead yes. of the yeah. controversy, I've talked about this before, but just to get ahead of the controversy, it says on IMDb and on Rotten Tomatoes as a 2021 film, but it was not released in America until 2022. Oh, you dirty dog. And I'm a goddamn American. That's, that's a dirty dog, oh, man. He, right he snuck we'll it. So, Ben, you we'll got to judge this. I had six movies. This guy pulls one out from 2021. Come on, man. It, it came out. You know what? It was it's, not it's, it's evil, but it is legal. I will allow it. <laughs> I had no way of watching it prior to that. Serenade me. Serenade me. Uh, we're all going to the world's fair is the story of a girl of a girl performed by Anna Cobb um, in like a tour to force act like performance. She's 99% of this movie, um, like 99.9% of this movie is just her face on screen and in camera. Um, she plays a character called Casey who's become um, embroiled in an online video game. Uh, not an online video game but an ARG a horror uh, game and super super in-depth like shared storytelling world online and I don't know like if you were around when like Marble Hornets and everything hybrid and Traps 12 and all of these other um, ARG horror series were on YouTube in this early time like if you were a kid who has spent hours just like sitting in a room just 
watching video after video and trying to find a sense of community with a group of people by solving a mystery together told by a bunch of spooky people on YouTube who are playing it as if it's completely real. And there's moments where you're like, what if this is real? And like, Mm. you don't really disassociate into that reality. Some people do. Um, but you get that sense by, by being fully invested in this world with a group of people who you don't really know, but by connection of the shared like experience of community when you feel alone, um, you get it. And this movie captures that experience, but from an insulated person who is alone. And it kind of deals with the nature of that world and the way the movie culminates and grows it i feel like some people have said i've seen some people say that the movie kind of leads you like it's going towards something bigger than it than it does and i don't think i think the movie knew a hundred percent where it was going from the beginning to the end um it's shot in this really captivating kind of youtube video online like self-filmed way that highlights the the incredible intensity of the performance delivered by anna cobb it is the best performance I've seen this year. If I could, if I could force the Academy to give someone an Oscar, it would be this girl because she, I don't know. It, it was really intense to see the movie is very atmospheric and dark and slow, even though it's only an hour and 26 minutes long. And what would you say is the best way to watch the movie by yourself in a completely dark room in the largest screen possible? Um, Wow. I saw this in I saw this in a theater. Um, actually, you know the best the best way to watch this is on a computer screen. Right. Watch this watch this movie on like I mean like if you have like a a good monitor or like a laptop, like again watch it in a dark room by yourself or like and just with your headphones on like you're watching a YouTube video, and allow yourself to be fully immersed in the experience because it it's so incredibly worth it. And this isn't a movie that like a lot of people are going to like potentially connect with to the same degree I did. Like, and I think a movie like everywhere, uh, everything all at once fell out of my top 10 because it's a movie that is for more people it's too popular. It does not that's too popular. <laughs> it's too mainstream. <laughs> I gotta be a cult. Um, no, it's that it, it doesn't hit that specific button for me. Like the men, mm. the menu did too, and the menu's hugely popular. Um, even the Northman and Glass Onion, all of my movies and men and my all the movies in my top five hit like a specific part of me that I felt resonated with the story and the delivery of the cinema. Like there's yeah. a certain love for there's a true love and genuine knowledge of what it took to make these videos. This movie really does capture that view, and people have done horrible versions of these kind of movies before um there's the one really good one um oh what was it where they were like going over like a chat um yeah i think i know which one you're talking about the one where they start dying off yeah because they 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 bullied a friend or something like that yeah there's so there's good versions of these kind of online community films or a dead stream is another great film that really feels like it comes from a genuine place of someone who understands the modern internet Mm-hmm. This captures mm-hmm. to me a very specific time and place. And I know these scenes like this probably exist for teenage kids that are still feeling lost and alone. Um, 
but this movie captures what like deeply resonated with me like it brought this movie gave this brought tears to my eyes watching this because i was so just moved by the film and the honesty that's on display um yeah stunning film it's my movie of the year i could watch it a million times um and i will because this is one of those movies but the problem is with this movie unlike some of my other favorite movies of all time i don't feel like i want to watch this with a bunch of people because i Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That makes me kind of like... I, it, like it takes I away the illusion. It's like the aesthetic. Yeah. It's the yeah, aesthetic, no, but right? Like, and it, it's, it's... Honestly, to me, it's trust. Because mm. uh, this is like... This movie feels so deeply personal and so deeply representative of like a, an experience that like I had and people shared um, that it's like unnerving to share with other people because i'm like if you don't get it it's gonna kind of like i don't know the fuck with me and it's like and i'll watch that this weekend yeah i i you're one of the people who i think could get like gets it like can get it like same with you monty yeah you are people who i would watch this movie with like well you know what i think is the coolest thing about like the background of we're all going to the world's fair yeah the 1964 New York World's Fair actually housed multiple Walt Disney attractions. What? It was fuck? not financially solvent. Well, that is super cool. We're all going to the World's Fair. What the that was fuck? beautiful, Matt. <laughs> is he crying? What happened? What, what, what was this? What? I'm overwhelmed by Disney. I'm hurt. Okay, because Matt did, you know, I, I'm jumping in this. I don't care what you guys say, but I think I want to throw two more honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't Go know. for it. I don't no, care. Keep it going. If you just had emotional one, resolution with this podcast. One, and, and, and one, of, one of them, Matt, I think you're going to agree with me. All one right. of them you're going to agree with me. So the first one is, I have to say, Weird, the Al Yankovic oh, yeah. story. Yeah, Everyone so it's about movie. Weird Al. If you guys know Weird Al, I'm not. I don't have to say much. Yep. Uh, to talk about it, but no description. <laughs> you, it, the title describes the movie in itself. It's it's a semi biography about Weird Al's life, and, and, and Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> did an amazing job playing Weird Al, and Weird Al sings through the whole movie, dubs over Daniel Radcliffe singing, which is really hilarious. Okay, this one, Matt, for you, buddy. Okay. Hellraiser. I can't believe oh, we yes. forgot to mention. Oh, oh yeah, that was a really yeah. good movie. I saw that. Awesome. Yeah, that was a very good movie. That better than honorable the mention for no. sure. Better for than sure. the original. It's yes. like two points off, but it's not better. It's like yeah. just. It's the same. in. It's in the same. It's in yeah. like the same league compared it's to the, the others. Same, they're all. It's very yeah, good. The only two I enjoyed it more. Hellraiser movies are the original and this one, and yeah. Deader. Go watch Deader. Go watch Deader and then watch Cult of Chucky. Yeah, please please triple feature Deader, Cult of Chucky, Hellraiser, Hellworld. It'll be the perfect night. Hellraiser, I have to say, like the the, how this story, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This story of Hellraiser combines them all, right, Matt? I remember. I know. I don't want to go into details because we did talk about like sorta. Yeah. Yeah. It it's yeah. a reimagining with the entire picture already. It's painted. a soft yeah, reboot. Yeah. 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 
it, but yeah. it, it, the, it takes it takes from all of the stuff that's out because it has access to it where the other movies for just one person's mind yeah and and the whole reimagining of the the cinnabites in the new look is amazing it it's yeah, it really not annoying yeah. I went in really expecting it to be aggravating. Matt, did you see that um, that Doug Bradley was did a voiceovers for Dynamite a few weeks ago? I did for uh, Malachi Black. That's right. Yeah, it was Mm, awesome. Malachi Black's new theme song is fucking awesome. Oh, we're gonna talk about that album eventually. Oh boy, we got like two weeks. Send me the link, please. I want to hear. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna distill it. It's too dangerous right now. Okay, cool. (laughs) So just just fucking hold. I've been I've been hours, man, days. Ben's Ben's gotta get to seventy albums before he can really talk about anything. I'm at like around sixty right now. I know. I I got about so out of the music scene. You're gonna get into it this year. I've never been into the music scene, and I've gotten into it. You're and I'm and once I get to about seventy, it took you years, Matt, but we finally got here. I just once I reach you with seventy-five hours in. I I've I'm going to feel like I have a good knowledge of what came out in the in this area of the industry in 2022 and i'm very metal underground and occasionally hip-hop albums yes (laughs) (laughs) it counts it fucking counts the the one playlist without without the other material ben has been sent is 17 hours and two minutes long and he's like halfway through yeah i I, the only thing i know is i have Without a doubt, my worst album of the year. Locked. Yes. yes. Locked. And we, know, and we know Nick won't listen to this. So. Yes. Jeez. Get <laughs> fucking ready, Nick. Yeah. And, and Nick, am I wrong, Matt? Am no, I it's, wrong? It's terrible. I couldn't get the whole, through the whole thing. And I've, I right. forced myself to. It's awful. And if you listen to it once, it'd be the same. Yeah. Twice, it'd be the same. Mm-hmm. Three well, times, it'd be the I same. Die, and right. I guarantee you <laughs> that the fourth time is not the charm. <laughs> Good night and yeah. It's like, like yoked our own name. <laughs> Morning. Follow us on Instagram. Become our biggest fans. Shout out to Brennan and everyone else. God, I got edit. <laughs> yeah, you do, bitch. <laughs> Talk to y'all later.